0: You're listening to another episode of The Zag. Eric Desobe here. Excited to be joined by Leon Jones III, a 2020 NLC Arkansas Fellow. I'm not sure if we've ever caught up with an NLC Fellow from that part of the country, from that state. So excited to hear some of his memories from his NLC Institute experience and also what he's working on these days. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Yeah, Leanne, we're kind of in full recruitment mode for next year's group of fellows. What do you remember about your own institute experience and being a fellow, and how did you hear about the program in the first place?
1: Yeah, so I heard about the program. Uh, it was kind of serendipitous. I was at a Arkansas Democrat convention situation mm. um, okay. and ended up meeting some of the board members, talking to them, and they were like, hey, you should apply for NLC. Is this new thing coming to Arkansas? 2020 was the inaugural class, and so they were like, hey, you should apply. Uh, I applied and subsequently was um, admitted into the 2020 cohort. Uh, So that's how I got looped in with NLC. Um, We had an interesting experience. We started off in person, uh, and then in March, we went to all virtual, uh, Zoom. And so yeah, we had a pretty interesting experience, but it was good to say, the least um I think that for me it definitely helped guide me in terms of uh, I was in college at the time and so it kind of helped guide me in what to do after college and then also just kind of figuring out my place in um public discourse and politics
0: yeah and then we spoke about being in college where did you go to school
1: yeah so I went to the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff um The only public HBCU in the state of Arkansas. It's about 30 minutes south of Little Rock. Uh, I graduated there actually in May with a degree in political science, and now I'm going to Northeastern for media advocacy.
0: Yeah. And then for the NLC chapter, with the uh, statewide chapter, you know, I'm out here in LA, and LA pretty big, but for the most part, most of our fellows are are within, uh, you know, about 20, 30 miles of each other, but with the statewide chapter that y'all have, how does that kind of work with the dynamic wise or folks coming literally from all over, or is it concentrated in the cities themselves? Kind of give us a breakdown of, of where folks were coming from.
1: Yeah. So people literally came from all over, uh, the state of Arkansas. So we had people from every corner of Arkansas and then my year. So we would, before we went virtual, we kind of split between different areas in the state to hold our in-person meetings. Uh, so that way, you know, everybody kind of had a chance to be closer to home, um, for them. And then after that, I believe last year was the first in-person since the pandemic Mm -hmm. started. Um, and so I'm sure they kind of kept with the same situation there. Um, I do know that, most of the people were kind of concentrated more in central Arkansas. And so they had more sessions there, but yeah, for us, we kind of went around the state just that way. Everybody had a chance to, you know, stay closer to home.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm glad you mentioned too, that your background, political science, because I think politics is very much a part of your life right now too. Give folks a scoop on what you're working on politically out in the state of Arkansas.
1: Yeah. So I'm currently a communications associate with the Chris Jones for governor campaign. Um, and so I help run the social media accounts, uh, creating content there and helping to do what we can to get the word out digitally about Chris Jones um, and hopefully bring more people into believing in the vision that he has for the state um, and believing in him to be the next governor of Arkansas.
0: Yeah. And I suspect folks are listening, maybe not too well versed in, Arkansas politics, but I I suspect people might know who the opponent (laughs) for governor is. Give folks the scoop on that as well.
1: Yes. So his opponent is Sarah Sanders. She was the former uh, press secretary for um, former president Donald Trump. And then she stepped down from that, came to Arkansas, and now she's running for governor. Uh, She's also the daughter of Um, former Arkansas governor, Mike
0: Huckabee. Yeah. And we come back after the break. I want to talk a little bit more about what are the top issues? What are people saying about the race and what's happening politically in Arkansas? Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Zag. We'll be right back. Yeah. Leon, what do you feel like are the the top issues that are uh, coming up the most when you're on the campaign trail, when you're, talking to your candidate about what, what he's hearing, what things are top of mind for folks out there.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of issues in Arkansas. Um, right now, one of the hot button issues is uh, raising teacher pay. Um, mm. and so it's a little bit more controversial than it probably should be. Uh, not probably, than it should be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's one of the big issues right now. And Before that really became an issue, I think that, what um, Chris Jones, his platform of PB and J preschool, broadband, jobs. I believe that mm. that really highlighted the main issues in Arkansas: um, the PB, preschool education, B broadband uh, infrastructure, making sure everybody has access to um, good broadband, but also, uh, you know, infrastructure in general, and then jobs, making sure that we have quality. Um, and high-paying jobs for people, so that way, you know, everybody can um, take place, have their place in um, our economy and participate.
0: And what I'm curious about, and it's interesting to hear, these are very, like, practical, tactical things that, if implemented, would, I imagine, impact people's lives in really positive ways, and I feel like one of the frustrations that we have when we look at political races is the conservative movement is seemingly less interested in practical, tactical things that would improve people's lives. A lot of the issues they're running on are Draw wedge issues or, or national things that would play well in Fox News. Do you feel or hear that as you're talking to potential voters or are they at all plugged into some of the things that you would see in the, the right-wing ecosystem? How does that kind of all play out when you're on the ground?
1: Yeah. So I think one of the interesting things <clears throat> about right now, um, I definitely kind of notice, uh, I'm going to back up a little bit so that way I can give some background and then answer your question. Yeah. Uh, but I notice how in Arkansas we people are definitely siloed into um, where they get their how they get their news uh, etc and so when I'm talking with people, uh, I do hear a lot of regurgitated points from um, what we'll call right wing media right now um, and so I, I notice that but when I start talking with people about Chris Jones, the vision that he has for the state, um, what I notice is that people are like, well, I kind of want to look into that a little bit more. Um, <laughs> and, and they're like, well, that that sounds really good because it sounds like he's talking about doing stuff that will improve my life, right? And, and will improve the lives of my neighbors, which ultimately helps all of us. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, like, that's exactly right. Um, you know, so share websites and social medias. Um, I'm like, you know, look into them. If you have any questions, let me know. Uh, I also direct him towards, you know, his walk them out tour that he's doing so they can meet him in person whenever, you know, he's somewhere close to whoever I'm talking to. Um, and so one thing that I've noticed about um, his opponent's campaign is that she talks a lot about broad national issues. And for somebody who may not hear a lot about, you know, Chris Jones, I can understand how something like that is at the forefront of somebody's mind, right? Um, But there's still kind of that little sense of like, but what can you do for me? What will you do for me? Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I think that in Arkansas people get to know what it is that our governor can do and will do uh, for the people in Arkansas, uh, they kind of start to warm up to Chris Jones a little bit more. Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, last thing, obviously NLC is, a C3 doesn't endorse political candidates, but I'm sure there's folks who are listening who are curious about what is going on in your state. If folks wanted to, get more information or at least kind of check out uh, the kind of both sides of reality of, of what the race is looking like in your state. Where's the best place they can go to find out more information or to keep tabs on what you're posting online these days?
1: Yeah. So first I want to direct everybody to the website, Chris That's Chris F O R governor.com. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, we're Jones for a R and so you can uh, follow along with the campaign there. There you'll get a lot of updates as to um, how you can donate to the campaign, uh, give, which we encourage everyone to do, <laughs> also updates on how to volunteer with text banking, phone banking, um, and if you're in Arkansas, uh, how you can you know, go door knocking um, and also just volunteer at events like Walk a Mile, stuff like that. Uh, so I would direct everybody to the Jones for our Instagram, Twitter handles and Chris for governor. That's Chris for governor.com to learn more.
0: Sounds good. And we'll put some of that info into the info description for the episode as well. Leon, Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Zag. You can catch all past episodes and there's a bunch, all the places you get your podcasts. And of course, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Zag podcast. That's where we do most of our business these days. If you want to be in an episode, hit us up there and we'll get it scheduled. But thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.